In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some Bible scholars say that Psalm 62 was written about the time of Absalom's conspiracy. When King David's own son was plotting to dethrone him and to become king of the United Kingdoms of Judah and Israel. And it looked like Absalom had a pretty good chance of succeeding. Despite Absalom's growing base of power and threatening insurgents, David wrote this psalm, punctuated with patience and confidence in his Lord. A trust and a confidence that had already shown when he faced the shouts and the jeers of that Philistine giant named Goliath. Do you remember what David said to Goliath? He said, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. When he wrote these comforting words here of this psalm, Psalm 62, I think that he was remembering how the Lord had raised him up from the obscurity of a shepherd to the king of the most powerful nation on earth. Do you remember why God chose David to be king rather than one of his taller or more handsome seven older brothers? Because David was a man after God's own heart. It's no wonder that he could so confidently write, For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. It's no wonder that he could so confidently write, He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. And it's no wonder that he could so confidently write, Trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. So it's no wonder that David's army defeated Absalom's, but certainly not without great cost. 20,000 lives were lost. What comfort do we find today in Psalm 62? A psalm written a very long time ago. Well, first I'm reminded that just as God raised up David from a shepherd to a king, so he has raised us up from sinners to saints through our baptisms into the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a blessing which I'll be forever grateful. Second, I'm reminded that when I face the Goliaths in my life, I will wait for God alone to save me here in time and hereafter in eternity. Do you want to know what some of the Goliaths in my life have looked like? How about university tuition? How about relationship issues? How about the graduate record examination? 
How about graduate degree programs? How about starting a college with one building and five faculty and 36 students? But do you know what I've discovered? That with the Lord fighting your battles, the tables are turned. You're the giant and your Goliath is the dwarf. Yes, with God's help, the tuition got paid, the relationship issues were resolved, the graduate record examination was passed, the advanced degree programs were completed, and an excellent university has been established. And third, I've learned to trust in God at all times. In fact, I'm all in when it comes to trust. Just as King David trusted in the God of Israel from the moment he faced his first Goliath until he breathed his last breath. But these are all earthly battles, hardly worth comparing to the eternal battle that is at the heart of this psalm. When King David repeated the word salvation four different times, he was also referring to the eternal salvation of our souls that he knew was his through faith and trust in God. Twelve years ago, my 50-year-old brother-in-law, who looked like a middle-aged Clint Eastwood, died while surfing. It was determined that the board had knocked him unconscious, and he drowned. He left behind my sister and two teenage children, But as tragic as this loss was, it was tempered by the gift that he left behind. The day before he died, he had a long talk with my sister about how important his faith was to him. And so we knew for sure that when he rode that last beautiful wave into eternity, he rode it straight into the loving arms of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. During my message at his funeral, I was able to share his powerful confession to show the cloth napkin that had been used during his adult baptism, much to the comfort of all. Yes, we grieved that water had taken his earthly life, but we rejoiced all the more that water and the word had given him eternal life. So when the giant problems come your way, turn to Psalm 62 and repeat with King David, For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen.